How to be mindful. There are four primary mental characteristics that immediately move you into a state of mindful awareness. They are these. Stop. Look. Accept. Savor. Let's look at each of them individually. Stop. The first thing that you can do to bring your focus more into the present is stop. Stopping means turning off a lot of the mind chatter, racing endlessly like bumblebees around a hive inside your mind. Much of your mental monologue consists of thoughts about things that aren't happening here and now. Stopping means consciously bringing control to those out-of-control thoughts. Remember, you have a choice about which thoughts you think. Stopping means taking responsibility and using your power to direct the parade of your thoughts. Look. Once you've done that, the next thing you can do is look. Looking involves paying attention to what is happening with all your senses. It is almost a passive observing. You're getting in touch with what you are currently experiencing right here, right now. The easiest way to do this is by simply moving through your senses and asking yourself, what am I noticing now? Focus your thoughts without making judgments on what is happening. What do you see right now? What can you taste right now? What do you smell right now? What do you hear right now? What do you sense physically right now? What internal sensations do you notice right now? To do this, you might think something like, I'm noticing, and then let your senses bring to you whatever happens to be unfolding in the moment. Not too long ago, I was talking with a good friend of mine, Kevin, whose son, Mathis, is a very good golfer. He plays for one of the local high school teams and consistently performs very well. However, when he plays in tournaments, there are times when he finds himself thinking too much about the outcome of the shot or the problems he encountered on the previous hole. When that happens, when his mind races into the future or in the past, his ability to hit shots well decreases dramatically. In a recent tournament, Mathis shot a 100, a very poor score, on one day, and shot an 80, a significantly better score, on the next. It had taken him 20 more strokes to complete the same course on the first day. Obviously, his skill level hadn't changed, but his thinking had. Since Mathis's golf swing mechanics are fine, he doesn't need to worry about that part of his game. But he does need to correct what he focuses on mentally. I suggested that when he steps up to the ball and gets ready to hit it, that he focuses on things that are happening in his immediate environment to just observe. For example, he could focus on the color or even the little dimples of the golf ball. He could also focus on his breathing or on how it feels to swing the golf club or his hands as they gently grip the club. These are all things that are part of his here and now. Why would I suggest that he simply observe things that are unfolding moment to moment? You see, when the mind isn't racing with thoughts of the future or the past, there will also be no thoughts of any kind of threat. When there is no threat, the body will not turn on the fight-or-flight response, which increases muscle contraction. In golf, tightening the muscles in the wrong way will invariably lead to poor hitting. Observing passively eliminates this possibility. Instead, the body is left to do what it has been trained to do. In this case, hit a golf ball with perfect precision. Accept. The third mental characteristic to move yourself into a more mindful state is to be accepting or eliminate your need to judge. 
When you simply observe, without adding the emotional analysis of the situation, you free yourself to see things more clearly. You do this by simply maintaining your observational state of mind. This isn't quite as easy as it sounds. Normally, we quickly attach ourselves emotionally to how we think things ought to be. And when things aren't turning out the way we think they should, it upsets our mental and emotional equilibrium. Inherent in accepting and not judging is mentally detaching from the way you think things should or ought to be. This is especially valuable for things over which you have no direct control or influence. It's a windy, rainy day outside, and you had plans to have a picnic at the park with your family and friends. You can't do anything about the fact that it is a stormy day, so when you detach from your emotional need for the day to be a certain way, it brings you to a more mindful state. Savor What you focus on expands. When you focus mindfully, it expands even more. Once you release your judgment of the thing you are focusing on, you immediately experience it with greater pleasure and happiness. I call this savoring. Savoring simply means that you let the enjoyment of the thing you're focusing on expand. Slow down. Stop. Appreciate. Stop taking things for granted. Seize the moment. Consider a night when you've been in a place where you could see the stars far more clearly, such as in the mountains, the desert, or on the ocean. Being mindful, you stop. You cease thinking of the things that aren't going on. You look. You put your attention on the billions of stars above. You release your need to judge. You observe in a passive way. And then you savor the sky. You take it all in. The more you look, the more beauty you see. The more you see, the more magnificent it becomes. Time stands still. It takes your breath away, and you are peaceful. That's savoring. I love the way Ken Kais so beautifully expresses this idea. He says, Serenity is the end, and serenity is also the means by which you live effectively. By fully tuning in to the now moment of your life, you'll discover that you always have enough to enjoy every moment of your life. The only reason you have not been happy every instant is that you have been dominating your consciousness with thoughts about something you don't have, or trying to hold on to something that you do have but which is no longer appropriate in the present flow of your life. Here and now is the key to the optimal interaction pattern between you and the people and things in the world around you. Commonly, the feeling that accompanies savoring is gratitude. You begin to recognize that things are fine as they are, and the more you focus on them being fine, the more fine they get. You feel thankful, appreciative, blessed for the beauty of the moment. Consider examples of holding a newborn baby, watching the unfolding of a beautiful sunset, climbing to the top of a mountain and taking in the views, or snorkeling in the ocean. In these moments, we are awestruck by the beauty and richness of the moment. We feel thankful, satisfied, enriched. And every moment can be like these if we pay attention. We don't just stop and smell the roses. Instead, we stop to enjoy the wonderful smell of the roses. That's savoring. Take the extra time to deliberately focus on and be thankful for the little things, the good things that are going well in your life and in this moment. Those good things will expand. 
The more you focus on the satisfaction of things as they are right now, the more you'll experience satisfying things. Remember, what you focus on expands. When you combine these four mental tools, stopping, looking, accepting things as they are, and savoring, you're in the perfect mental zone for mindfulness. Interestingly, the moment you move to a mindful state, everything that is happening gets better. It expands, it becomes more interesting, and your stress goes away.